Today we're going to cover the subject of gross collections rate. This is one of the most common metrics that we see in all of revenue cycle management. And in fact, I can't tell you how many times we've had a provider come to us and say, are we doing well? And more specifically, they'll say something like, is 12% good? Or is 36% good? And <laughs> they're looking for a yes, no, sort of a thumbs up or thumbs down. Most of the time they're coming saying, we're trying to determine whether or not our billing company is performing well. And oftentimes there is a background story where there's some other issues potentially, and they're now at a stage at which they're looking for external verification that there's in fact a problem and they're looking for some way to quantify the performance. Now, there's a ton of different accounts receivable and revenue cycle management and medical billing metrics out there. As mentioned, one of the most common, in fact, perhaps the most common after accounts receivable in some way in terms of days is the gross collection rate. Now, let's start with the definition of what is gross collections rate. If you divide the dollar collections by the charges in a particular period, that gives you a percentage. And that percentage is what's called gross collections rate and varies between zero and 100%. Although I have to admit, I think one time we saw something like 106, but <laughs> somebody had some problems. As mentioned, this is one of the most common. And the purpose of metrics obviously should be to help you understand something in your business and then to take some action in order to make some improvement. So if your gross collections rate was 36% last month and it went up to 38 or 39 or 42% this month, what can you conclude? Maybe someone is doing something right. Maybe your billing department <clears throat> or your billing company has improved something. Maybe there's been some improvement with a particular payer. Maybe something's been resolved. Or maybe there's just some random variation in the collection cycle and what got paid faster, which is oftentimes the case. Or maybe you had lower charges in this particular period, which means your gross collections were up. Now, if your gross collections went up and you had lower charges, that actually means the gross collection percentage was hiding a problem, which is your charges are dropping. So... If something looks good and the performance is actually completely contrary to that metric, again, that suggests that the metric is probably not particularly good. One might suggest, and we've seen people do this, take a running three-month average or even a six-month average in order to smooth out that volatility to see, okay, ups and downs and charges from month to month and slight variations in the collection cycle. If you smooth it over three or six months, that definitely reduces the volatility and you start to reduce some of those variables. The only problem is that now you're waiting six months to see if there's been any change in performance. And perhaps more tellingly, if somebody said, would you rather have a 25% or a 50% gross collection rate? Of course, we'd all say 50%, right? It sounds simple. Higher is better. But now what if I give you a little bit more information like would you rather have a 25% collection rate at four times the Medicare rate or a 50% collection rate at 1.75 times the Medicare rate. Well, now I'd rather have 25% than 50. And if you'd rather have 25% than 50 in some scenarios and rather have 50 rather than 25 in other scenarios, that tells you that the metric is not really conclusive. It doesn't really help you.
what we basically have here is a metric that has some small correlation. Or you might say that this metric infers performance rather than concludes performance. And inferring rather than concluding are vastly different. Now, if you infer something, it could easily be wrong. And what's the point of doing that? What we need are metrics that are conclusive, that definitively tell us what the performance is and help guide us towards some action. Now, in the case of gross collections rate, the most important piece of information that you need is missing, which is the fee schedule. So 25% of 4x and 50% of 2x, all of the things being equal, should be the same. But one sounds a lot better. 50% is better than 25. So when somebody comes to us and says, is 36% better than 13%, the answer is always, I don't know. <laughs> because you haven't given me enough information in order to conclude that. And the reality is, even if we had fee schedule, we still wouldn't use gross collection as a benchmark. This is not a metric that we use. Pretty much ever. Because you still don't know anything really useful. And if it isn't useful and you can't use it to benchmark against other providers that are similar, then there's really no value to it because you can't take any particular action. You can't say, okay, here's a particular area in which we need to improve. How do we drill down and identify a specific course of action in order to improve profitability? So the net of it all is gross collections rate is not a metric that we utilize and we don't suggest using it. If somebody is comparing to you and says, hey, we've got X gross collection rate, Engage them in a conversation and see if you can actually get to some deeper understanding with them of what accounts achievable and revenue cycle metrics are about.